what's going on, my international amigos of Spurs Nation? A rowdy UTSA go Spurs go to everybody that's watching. If you're watching live, thank you for stopping by. Please make sure you smash that like button down below and you hit the subscribe button as well. And hit that bell too, so you get notified when we go live on this channel. Um, wherever you are in the world, hope you're having a great day. Have a great show coming up for you. Got Rudy Campos Jr. from at Soup the League on Twitter. And the sports dime on 93, 9.30 a.m. hanging out with us today. Um, but before we get started, I'm going to let you guys know that we have these summer goals that are we're chipping away at day by day. Um, from now till August 7th, we're trying to reach 2,000 YouTube subscribers. We're getting close right there to 1,500. You guys are making it happen. Appreciate you guys. Um, and then also, we're trying to get to 200 Patreon members. And very excited that that, that snowball has started to roll. We're starting to get some Patreon uh, love over there so please check out all the perks if you want to get all the perks to to uh, spurs film room uh go check out our patreon memberships over there as well as if you are one of the first 100 members to sign up for the patreon you're going to get a random spurs gift in the mail a little spurs love from spurs film room just letting you guys know that you know that's my way of showing appreciation for you to uh for supporting this channel as well as if you uh, if you sign up for the Patreon membership before August 7th, our goal date, you guys are going to be automatically entered. I'm very excited. Big deal, guys. Very excited to let you guys know. I think we let this, this out on Monday. You guys are going to get entered automatically to get an original painting by Valley Artist 66. Look him up on Instagram and then check out his website from there. But it's an exclusive giveaway just for our Patreon members. This is just one of his... Um, artworks here in the in the background here of that Jordan painting but he has so much cool NBA style just like awesome art so I got him doing an original Spurs painting for my Patreon members so go ahead and check that out when you click in the links in the description below also if you want to chat uh, if you want to shop some official Spurs gear check out the links in the description to Fanatics and Rally House they'll send you straight to their Spurs shop on their website as well. If you're looking for tickets for a upcoming sporting event or a concert that's coming up in your local area, you can check out the link to ticketdistributors.com. All righty, guys. Now, all that being said, appreciate you hanging out. Please smash that like button down below. Say go Spurs go when you do. Now let's get on with the show. Two, one, zero, and liftoff. Isn't we supposed to be having a fiesta? Watch this. We got the Rudy Campos Jr. in the house. What's going on, Rudy? What's going on, Rob? Man, that, that intro is awesome. I I definitely need a contract to get me one of those. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, man. I got you. I got you. Just let me know. Um, bro, man, just we're talking, those of y'all that don't know in Spurs Nation, 
Rudy is like an all day guy. If you want Spurs yeah. content, there's going to be somewhere you're going to you're going to find Rudy Campos Jr. and some Spurs <laughs> content that you listen to. If you just go out and search, can I listen to a Spurs show today or podcast today? Rudy's going to be one of the guests on those shows. We're just talking off screen. Um, earlier today, you were on um, the Two Shots podcast with Joe mm-hmm. Garcia. And then yeah. just a few, you know, about 30 minutes ago, you were hanging out with the boys over there on Sweep the League. Mm-hmm. And that was that was interesting, man. Hey, man, we, you, that recruiting thing, you might, I, I like it. Uh, <laughs> I, I like the idea. Hey, so those of y'all that don't, you, you don't know, you got to need, you need to go to Sweep the League on Twitter. And then listen to the last episode. You'll know about this recruiting. If you think you'd be a good recruiter <laughs> for yeah, Rudy Campos funny, Jr., yeah. let it's him know. About. Yeah, yeah, that was that was hilarious. Go check out the show from from earlier this evening. And then you're doing my show, man. Thank you for coming on. And then and then I you were like we were just talking about you're gonna do some more stuff later on this night. You're not done yet. No, my actually this is the uh, the halftime show for me right here. Basically, I've got two more shows. Uh, one of them is gonna be an NBA lottery show that I'm gonna jump on. And then midnight my time, I got to go on the West Coast and do an NFL show. So I'm not quite done yet. Oh man, dude, that's nuts, man. And I'm and I'm over here like three shows a week is is enough for me, man. Jeez, you're doing six in a day. Wow, that's yeah. that's that's some KJ uh, motor right there for you, man. Some Keldon Johnson motor. It's coffee. Um, it's all coffee. <laughs> Shout out to Frenchie Betts. What's going on? Appreciate you stopping in and hanging out with us today. All right, Rudy. So um, those of y'all that don't know Spurs Nation, if, I'm going to let you know right now. Rudy is on quite a a, a personal like uh, a, like run right now. Like, dude, and I've been following you for a few years. So I, I, I understand like mm-hmm. like, you know, the effort and everything that that you've put in to 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 putting in the work to drop in. I mean, dude, a, a, a ton of LBs, man. And dude, congrats for that. Congrats for like, you know, Appreciate that's that. a, a huge change. Let me tell you, man, I have a brother, my, one of my younger brothers, he was pushing around 345. He was pushing around 345 around, uh, I want to say like six months ago. And now he's under 300. So he's lost like maybe like 50 pounds, yeah. you know, my, my younger brother. So, so I can appreciate man, uh, exactly, you know, what you're doing and once you let Spurs nation in a little bit on, on what you got going on and, and kind of yeah. how you're, you're going about all this. Well, I'm going to share with your, your audience here. Cause I, I want to give them an idea. This was exactly like maybe three years ago, roughly. So that was about three years ago, probably at my highest weight, which was a little over 350, maybe 360. Mm-hmm. I think I was pushing 375 right there at okay. one point. So mm-hmm. Basically, what I did was uh, I caught COVID in November. That's what uh-huh. it was. So uh, COVID gave me like a 15-pound start. Went to the doctor in February. Doctor said, you know, everything that's wrong with you, diabetes, cholesterol, everything like that can be taken care of if you lost weight. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. So I said, let me take this journey. I have a daughter. I have a wife. So I'm thinking, yeah, I, I may need to uh, I may need to get healthier just to say that. And since then, man, I'm glad to say that probably in the next seven pounds that I lose, I'll be down to 250, which is about a hundred pound weight loss from the, probably the average weight I was at 350. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's been since February that all this happened, and the key wow. is just eating and walking. I don't yeah I don't lift weights. I don't mm-hmm. hit the gym. I just yeah. walk a mile a day, man. That's it. Yeah, let me tell you what, man. Uh, 
that is the secret. And, and there really is no science to it. And you don't need to subscribe to no, you know, fitness plan and, and crazy diet. It's really just about a, a, like a balanced diet and, and just a little bit of exercise. And that's, that's how you get it going. But I always say, wait, look, look, background to, to everybody here. I, I'm a kinesiology major from UTSA, like, like, like health and wellness and fitness is like my grind. That's my passion. I'm a coach and all that stuff. So I preach it all the time. You know, not just to my students, but to my to my my players and all. Obviously, the players they got it already, but definitely to my students. Um, and it's like a two parter. It's like, but one half of the whole pr- equation is motivation. And you were talking about it right now. You got your motivation, and right. you got all that figured out and in lined. And that's half of the battle. That's what I would say. It's like if you know my brother. His motivation, I think, you know, was was a girl that he's talking to, right? He started talking to a girl. <laughs> girl can always do that to to a oh, man, yeah. oh, yeah. get you motivated to change your life. Yeah, a good woman can do that to you. Um, and so he he got motivated that way, and he started going to the gym, and he's down, I think, about 40, 50 pounds now. And um, and you, you know, your family and all those things that you got in the front of your yeah. brain that are that are telling you to, hey, keep going, keep pushing it day in, day out. And now it's just, I'm sure, like a lifestyle for you. It really is, man. I mean, you're talking, uh, and I'm, I'll put it into perspective here. Let me go through a meal. And this is a typical meal, well, a typical day for me back in the day. In the morning, I'd head to work. I'd stop at, for example, I'd stop at Mama Margins. And I, I'm not afraid to tell people this story because it makes them realize something. Yeah, I would stop at Mama Margie's, grab a large sweet tea or a large lemonade. Mm-hmm. I would get uh, two beef fajita tacos, a chicken fajita taco, and three bean and cheese tacos. Mm-hmm. That's my breakfast, bro. Mm-hmm. At lunchtime, I would hit up a McDonald's or a Wendy's or whatever. Yeah. Just take McDonald's, for example. I'm talking double quarter pounder, value size or whatever, you know, super size. Um, and you know what? Go ahead and throw in a 20-piece nugget on that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's lunch. Come dinner time, I'm talking – you know, if my wife made spaghetti, it was two like massive plates of spaghetti. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking 10, 12,000 calories in a day at yeah. that. I mean, maybe more. Yeah. You can't even burn 1,300 calories in a day most times. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you cut out the, and I saw one of the comments, thank you very much, all the French was, was, but mm-hmm. um, just cutting the meals down, I'm eating more broccoli, chicken, pork. Uh, cauliflower has been a blessing blueberries just staying away from everything like just drink water stuff like that that entire whole change has helped me tremendously i'm i'll be the first one to admit i give up all the time i would try this diet thing back then and i'm like all right after five minutes i'm done i need my burger fix i need this yeah this time is a lot different man there's a lot more to play with i'm trying to stay healthy to get more years on my life so i can join shows like yours and everybody else's (laughs) and talk sports and stuff yeah, I know, right? Hey, man. Well, we appreciate we appreciate you like just letting us in a little bit on on your journey there, man, and and congrats on on all that. Um, Thank you. Thank yeah, yeah, you're welcome, man. Um, all right, so let's 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 move forward here a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about the sports dime and okay. just, uh, bro. I, I listened to it. I mean, more than more than uh, you know, half of the month. You know, I catch at least catch it two three times a month. Mm-hmm. Your y'all show. Uh, the last two episodes, man, are great guys in the, in the link, the link in the description below, you're going to find the link to Rudy's, um, radio show in San Antonio with co-host Carolina Teague, the, uh, the sports dime, the link is in the description below. Go check it out. It's going to send you over there. Also the link to his Twitter is there and that's where you can catch sweep the league. Um, 
so follow Rudy there. Um, but dude, uh, the, the show is awesome, man. You guys are getting, you guys just get like, I, I want to think back to like four or five weeks ago and like three, two or three months ago, you guys just get better as time goes on. That's, 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 that's my biggest, like, you know, prop to you guys is that you guys continue to get better. And then that's, that's just the way it's going to go. And, 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 uh, the last two episodes, man, are awesome, dude. And you guys got uh, Bill Land and, and Sean Elliott on there, um, which we're going to talk about in a little while. But first, just tell me how things going over there at uh, at the show. It's going great, man. You know, um, we're gonna we're about to hit a year mark in August, so we would have been on the air for a year. Uh, a little insight. I mean, Carolina and I, we kind of did a little podcast work a, a while back, but going into the show, going into radio we didn't know if it was going to work. And that's kind of like the good thing about it is that you've got two personalities that you you've worked together, but you don't know if it's going to work. And it kind of just meshed. It fell into place. We started off a little slow. I believe if I go back and listen and it's like you said, it's getting better and better. I, I can tell you right now without her, there's definitely no, no guests that we would have. Like I'm like, wow. Interviewing, <laughs> you know, lately Bill Lynn and Sean Elliott, uh-huh. Uh, she was able to get Joy Taylor, Summer Sanders for us. Yeah, we that's, right. To, that's right. Yeah. yeah, we were able to talk to Keldon Johnson in studio. Summer Sanders. I mean, oh my God, bro! It, um, that was like a, that was a childhood crush of mine for sure. That was. Pretty, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I made sure to tell that for all of us that you know she was a crush <laughs> for all of us yeah. too. But mm-hmm. you know, to to an, to interview you know a, a big media personality like Joy Taylor. To interview an, a multi-Olympic gold medalist, to a yeah. current Spurs, you know, rookie, well, rookie at the time, who's coming around, and then to go to like Sean Elliott and Bill Land and all the, all the boxing champions that we've already interviewed, mm-hmm. yeah, we just have fun, and that's the key, brother. Is you got to have fun, whether it's podcasts or radio. If you make it fun, the listeners will listen yeah. to you all the time. Yeah. So, so let's talk about those two interviews for a second, mm-hmm. man, because those were a lot of fun guys. Go check out the link in the description below and then look at their past two episodes. Uh, they're, they're long, you know, they're long episodes. So like, you're going to, you're going to listen to the show. It's going to be, you're going to hear all the different, you know, parts about it. You're going to get a joy, all the different takes on it. And then you'll find the interviews on there. Uh, Bill land, bro. Like that was, that was cool. Let me tell you something, Rudy, like in this household, Bill land is like, you know, he's one, he's one of those, He's on the the Rushmore, man. Like he's a big mm-hmm. deal in this house. Like we love him, yeah. and 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 you gave him um a shout out like at the end of the of the of the interview, and uh, you thanked him on the behalf of like all of San Antonio Spurs Nation because they make it feel like family. I remember that thing. That's what you said. Yeah, and yeah. and it was just like, bro, that's on the nose, man. Because like, bro, like my wife, she's not a huge you know sports person or whatever. She mm-hmm. loves Bill Land. We call him Bill Laland, right? Just because he has all these L's, <laughs> B I L L L A, right? So, um, but that was a lot of fun, man. Tell me about about uh, being able to talk to him, dude. That was awesome. You know, growing up as a Spurs fan, you know, you're talking guys like Jay Howard back in the day, who I would listen to on the radio. You went through guys like uh, Joel Myers, used to be one of the announcers for the Spurs on TV. Talking to Bill Land, it was awesome. It was amazing. This guy to get his story on how he started in broadcasting, mm-hmm. how he would just go to his local college and how he said, I yeah. played ball, but I wasn't going to make it. So yeah. let me try the broadcasting thing. I'll give your guy, for those of you that haven't heard the episode, I'm not going to be the one to say, go listen to it. I have faith that y'all will listen to that episode. 
But one thing that he happened was he has that old mama saying. Yeah. I'll let your I'll yeah. let your listeners know that. Yeah. To know where that came from yeah. is pretty spectacular because it involved his mom. Yeah. And just a quick backstory was his mom would never have been able to make it to the games to hear him call the games. Yeah. So he said, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to shout out, oh, mama, for you every game. And it just translated all the way to the Spurs broadcast. So the Bill interview is actually one of my favorites so far because it's a guy that you don't normally get to interview all the time. Yeah. But the story behind it is so amazing. And you're right. He's family, man. Every time you turn on the TV, you watch Spurs game, it's like, oh, it's Uncle Bill. He's there with Sean. It's his family related. Yeah. So so those of y'all that don't know, we're talking about Bill Land, um, the play-by-play um, caller with Sean Elliott from formerly Fox Sports Southwest, now Bally Sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me tell you something, dude. This year, more than, than ever, I had to um, like find different avenues to watch the game, if you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. um, Sometimes I had to listen to the away broadcast, mm-hmm. right? Um this year more than most. So I heard, you know, like Washington, I heard Charlotte, I heard, uh, I think when we played Boston one time, I, I heard the away people and, uh, bro, it's not even close. It's not even close. How good mm-hmm. those two are, uh, Bill land and Sean Elliott at doing what they do compared to other guys in the league. And I've always thought, yeah, they're great. I, I love them, but bro, I take them for granted. I take them for granted. When I heard the other the other teams broadcasters, Houston's bro, oh my god, terrible. Like, <laughs> like I think that guy just retired. I don't know what, and you know I'm not here to talk mess about him or whatever. But whenever we played against them, and you heard Houston talk about us, it was, and you heard them, it was just like, what? Do they even know yeah. anything about anything that's going on right now? You know what I mean? So it was just, bro, those two together are amazing. So I, I'm super jealous, man. That you got to talk, you got to hook up with. Uh, <laughs> with bill dude yeah but those of y'all that that uh you, you don't know but there's more to it man bill bill land goes into that whoa mama thing and um mm-hmm. the holy coyote right he talks about that oh, one too yes yes right talked about that phrase too that was awesome so go check out that interview um bro but i was blown away by the sean elliott one to be honest yeah you, uh, hey like first off congrats to you and carolina um because that was an awesome interview like um you know, when you're hearing it back, he's he Sean was like super energetic, like super um uh like bashful and like uh, honest and like and, and sincere in his like you know he was laughing and chugging. And he got into some some history about him. You know, you asked some uh, awesome questions, bro, about his college uh, coach and was it his college coach or his high school coach? Uh, college dude, oh, yes, yeah, his college coach. And then um you know you asked him about his rookie year and all that stuff. That was that was awesome, dude, because. I know Sean Elliott, but you know, like Sean Elliott, I caught the end of Sean Elliott. You know, I caught like, mm-hmm. you know, when I was like ten years old or whatever, he was winning his his ring with San Antonio. You know what I mean? So I'd missed a lot of that that Arizona <laughs> stuff. Um, but tell me a little bit about that interview, man. I mean, that's just like the tip. That was just like the tip of the interview. Um, yeah. If you guys are out there and you're Spurs fan right now, um, and you grew up watching a lot of these guys, Avery Johnson and and, and that era. Dude, go listen to that interview. That interview was was awesome, dude. Tell me a little bit about about how that went down. Yeah, man. You know, the Sean Elliott interview for me out of everything that we've done is probably the most humbling one, I can say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carol, I'm going to let you on a little bit of backstory. Carolina was extremely nervous about it because she's like, <laughs> oh, my God, it's Sean Elliott. Oh, my gosh, Sean Elliott. 
I'm like, she Look. did good. She did good. And I tell her, the more times yeah. you get nervous when we're done, you're like, oh, it went fine. I said, don't yeah. worry about it. It's just Sean Elliott. The thing that we try to do is we try to humanize the players because mm-hmm. you know about their accomplishments. You know they're great if they play in the NBA. But what we don't know is the humanized part about them. Yeah. And that's what we try to get into. So talking about Coach Olsen, I mean, God rest his soul, one of the best coaches in NCAA history. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Sean talks about it, the uh, the way that Coach Olsen was like the dad to him, uh, you know, how he brought him up and how the transition to Coach Pop, you know, eventually uh, made, you know, makes Sean a better player. And that's what basically it was getting to was yeah. do these coaches actually make you guys better, which it does. Yeah. All the way back to getting the info about Sean getting a bachelor's degree. He's getting ready to finish that up. Yes. That's to cool. his rookie year. Mm-hmm. Everybody remembers that rookie year of his because that was a year mm-hmm. that they should have beaten Portland in the Western Conference Finals. Everybody points back to Rod Strickland and the behind-the-back pass. And he basically said that pass didn't have anything to do with it. You know, mm-hmm. it just really wasn't our time. And that's yeah. so true. So yeah. the, the Sean Elliott interview is, to me, it was humbling. And I'm yeah. glad we got to do it. Yeah. Uh, it was fun the entire time. I really, my biggest question, I was, I'm glad I was able to get it in, was his return to the Spurs after the uh, the kidney surgery that he had. Yeah. And, he and you know what, like, Rudy? And you know that? what, Rudy? Real, real quick, like, I'm glad you brought it up where you brought it up too at the very yeah. end of the interview because I know you guys were kind of like pressed for time. I think you guys were like, oh, we only have a few minutes. We only have a moment. We only have seconds, right? It kept yeah. getting lower, right? Like, we only have a few moments. You only have a few minutes. You only have a few seconds, right? You're like, but I want to squeeze it in. And I think he really appreciated it. You could tell when he yeah. responded to your question. I'm sorry to interrupt. You can continue, but I thought that was pretty That was pretty cool. Yeah, and what I liked about it was he kind of was surprised when I said, you know, you came back into the game. It was like late to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that I remember is that drive to the basket and that slam dunk, you know, mm-hmm. to get your first points. Yeah. And it just felt like you were back. And, you know, my thing was how – how did you feel? Because to me, I knew for a fact he was going to say it's nerve wracking. And that's what he yeah. said. Yeah. He was nervous. He was so nervous. But when you talk <laughs> about moments in sports, you've got the Memorial Day miracle from yeah. Sean Elliott. Spurs mm-hmm. winning their title, their first title, which, like I asked him, if there's not for that shot, did the Spurs win the title? I mean, we really don't know. That shot could have definitely uh, put the Spurs on the map right there. But it's that moment of Sean coming back. Nobody's ever yeah. coming back from the surgery like that. Yeah. That's a, a brother to brother moment for those mm-hmm. of us that have brothers and siblings. Yeah. It's a special moment. And for him yeah. to share it with his brother is amazing for him to come back is even more amazing. Mm-hmm. The guy means so much to the city of San Antonio. It's not even funny. You know, when all. you, when you brought up the Memorial day shot, let me tell you what you brought it up. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. He's going to, you guys are going to talk about it. And I was just expecting to hear like, you know, like the same thing I've always heard when, when someone asks him about it, but bro, he gave, he gave me like a whole different painting of like, of, of, of one, like what, how it is for him. Like, you know, like being in San Antonio and how the, the appreciation and the love and all that to this day and all this stuff. And, but then he's like, he started talking about that. He still likes looking at it because he likes looking at the fans and the and behind him and stuff yeah. like that. So, um, that was just, that was cool, dude. He just seems to be like this, this awesome, awesome guy. And, it came through in that interview, man. It was awesome. Yeah, he's a very awesome guy. Both both yeah. guys were awesome. We, I'm I'm very blessed to have been able to talk yeah. to both guys and interview them. 
but Sean Elliott, man, I, I kind of expected him to give us the, the one or two answers, the word answers, and yeah. kind of make it quick because they were pushing like, you've only got 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes. Yeah. Okay, we'll do 20 minutes. But yeah. we got him for longer than 20 minutes, but it's the comfort thing. I, yeah. I love that he was so comfortable yeah. with us. It was cool. It just made that whole interview easier. Yes, man. It was real laid back. I think you did a great job, dude. Carolina did a great job. So again, those of y'all that are watching right now, live or post live, um, the link is in the description below and it sends you to the, the their their website right now, Rudy, but you guys are on podcast feeds as well. Yes, we are. We uh, basically every, every major podcast uh, mm-hmm. uh, platform, which is uh, what I, you can find us on iHeart, Spotify, Apple, yeah. you know, all the podcast platforms. You can just search the sports line. We'll come right up. You'll, you'll see my old big body on there with Carolina. <laughs> don't, don't be confused. <laughs> yeah. You got to change it, man. You got to upgrade. Upgrade it. Yeah. Yeah. We or, need to or, upgrade it. or it's motivation, man. It's like, nah, <laughs> I, I see that every day and it just makes me want to go out for a run, right? And just, yeah. All right, <laughs> yes. guys. So so when we come back, Rudy and I are going to talk a little bit about uh, this past season and kind of maybe where, where our thoughts are for this season. We're going to talk first when we get right back. Hey, isn't we supposed to be having a fiesta? <laughs> All right, guys, just to let you guys know, remind you, you can go and become a Patreon member. The link should be there in the description below. If it's not, I'll make sure it's there in a second. Um, And when you do, you get automatically entered to win an original Spurs painting by Valley Artist 66. Look him up on Instagram. I'm going to have him do some original work. As soon as I get that done from him, I'm going to let you guys know and be posting videos about it and whatnot. So go check out the link in the description below to the Patreon uh, you get all the perks, you get behind the scenes access, you get voting power, you get merch discounts, right? You get all types of stuff when you become a member. Um, and the first hundred members are going to receive a free Spurs um, thank you gift from me to you. Um, so go ahead and check out the link in the description below. All right, now back to the show uh, with Rudy Campos. Hey, isn't we supposed to be having a fiesta? <laughs> All righty. So, bro, I, I'm asking everybody I talk to now on the show pr- pretty much two questions. Were One, were there any positives from last season that you think like, hey, I know it was rough, but these were some good things we're taking into next season. And the second question I'm asking are like, what excites you about next season? So let's just like, let's talk the first one for a second. Um, the grind that it was. We haven't been playing now for what almost a month or a month now, all right. And there's still basketball going on. Um, can you look back on the season and pull out some some pros? Oh, definitely, definitely. You know, if at the beginning of the season I pretty much pegged the Spurs as the seventh eighth seed in the West. You know, if they made the playoffs, it'd be seventh eighth seed, maybe the playing game. Mm-hmm. So really, no surprise of where they finished, but. You know, the pros that you've got out of it that I've been seeing all season, obviously number one is Kelvin Johnson. I mean, you saw him emerge a little bit more, come out of his shell a little bit better. Is he going to be the man for the Spurs? In some instances, it shows that he can be, but he's not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. So the emergence of the young guys like Kelvin Johnson, we saw DeJounte take a little more step forward uh, in his progression. The other guys you saw, you know, like a Derek White, when he was, wasn't was injured, Derek White, again, still showed that he still has game. He can still be there. So the pros of seeing the youth movement mature is what I really enjoyed. Uh, we, we didn't see everything out of Lonnie Walker. I mean, mm-hmm. he did have a couple of games where there was some good spurts there, but yeah. – 
I still think he's got to improve. So pro-wise, definitely the emergence of Lonnie, uh, not Lonnie, but the youth guys, the youth of the Spurs. Yeah. One other thing is we saw in instances Becky Hammond take control over the team on some timeouts and stuff. So does that mean that she's going to be the next uh, coach of the Spurs? Obviously, right now she's interviewing for Portland and for Orlando, maybe some other jobs like two of them that just came available today. Yeah. We're hoping that she does stay with the Spurs, but mm-hmm. just seeing her getting the opportunity from Pop to mm-hmm. take over the reins every now and then was very promising yeah. for me. So those two pros, if I had to take one more, I want to say it's kind of weird because your people might get mad at me at this, but one of the pros that I'm seeing is mm-hmm. the lottery pick. I mean, oh, yes. yes, you were bad, but – we're getting that lottery pick. So that's definitely a pro in a very, very deep draft class. Yeah. This is the year you want to have that lottery pick. So I definitely see three pros in this all together. All right. So one real quick, the Becky Hammond one, I put out a video. Those of y'all that are watching, go check out this thumbnail right now in my YouTube channel, or you can check out the full episode here. It looks like this. These are the thumbnails for the videos on my channel where I kind of go into it. And I'm going to give my take a little bit on that. I'm going to, drop a little nugget from those videos right now. Um, I actually feel like Orlando is a great fit. Mm -hmm. I actually feel like Orlando is a great fit for Becky and Boston's great. It's Boston. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's gonna be high expectation for you to win right away and all this and that. But I think Becky, you know, she knows, she knows the organization now from the ground up. And I think her having an opportunity to build a team from the ground up for, for her, I think, around her and kind of like, you know, I think that's, that's great for her. Um, the, the, the last one, the last one that you said, what was that? Remind the me. Lottery pick. The lottery pick. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So bro, <laughs> we got Devin Vassell. No, yeah. That's why I got my pen. I was like, man, I'm going to forget it, man. Let me get a paper <laughs> real quick and write it down. Um, so uh, no, the lottery pick. Yeah. That's going to be huge for us. Look, we don't draft bad. Let's let's just let's just call it like like what it is at least at that level. We we haven't missed a, on a draft pick, yeah. and Luca's not a miss either. Luca's just you know, Luca's a little bird. He still needs to grow up, and so he can <laughs> flap his wings and just tear some shit up, right? Um, that's that's Luca. But um, but no, we we we've hit almost every single time. I love Quindary Weatherspoon. I know he's not with us anymore, but um, we got Devin Vassell at eleven. We're gonna get something, uh, hopefully, an impact level player like him that can come in right away and contribute um, this year. And so that's back-to-back years that we're going to get Devin Vassell and like, okay, at 11, now we're going to get at 12. Um, Mm -hmm. If the lottery keeps us at 12, right? Still to be seen, but most likely. Um, The emergence of the young guys, I agree, man. There was a lot of learning. Um, Look, listen, learning has to take place. Mm -hmm. It has to. And for these young guys, and I'm, I'm telling my wife this, all the time is like because we're watching the playoffs and I'm like, babe, these players are like 38, 30, 33, you know, like the, the good players, the ones that are standing out and doing doing work right now. They're all like, babe, those are older. You got you to understand. KJ's like 20, 21 or whatever. I was like, you know, like D, DJ and all those guys are like 24, 25. We're so young. It just it takes a little bit of time. Um yeah. And it's it's good that it happened this year, and, and these guys are taking their bumps and their knocks. I agree with you on Lonnie Walker, man. I'm, I'm not going to fight you at all on that. Um, <laughs> I've been very vocal on, on on this channel, and I love Lonnie. I think he's he's a killer, man. But yeah. but it's just like 
you see you see a little bit of this, a little bit of that every like six, seven games. And then every 10 games, he has like a 30 point game or whatever. He, it kind of shows you that, oh, I can do a lot. But it wasn't consistent enough to help us win this year. And defensively, he needs some work too. He does. He does. And, you know, Lonnie's still a project. And, you know, one thing that I think Spurs Nation's first fandom has to realize is let me use this team as an example the Phoenix Suns, a young team. Look at a guy like Devin Booker. I mean, he hasn't had success for the first, what, seven years of his career up until now, I mean, six yeah. years or so. So it takes time. Devin Booker is one of the game's best players right now. You know, he can score. He was always a great player playing Phoenix. He just yeah. never had the team. They yeah. drafted well. You know, you're talking – and then they also signed guys like a Cameron Payne this year who's doing really well for them. Yeah. You know, you go and get a Chris Paul. It takes one veteran to make your team that much better. So with the youth that the Spurs have, look at it like Phoenix. They had to start somewhere, and they had to grow. It's not going to happen in two years. It's not going to happen in three years. It's going to take a little bit of time. At number 12 this year, I mean, we don't know. Next week we'll find out. Maybe the Spurs get the number one pick, and we're all celebrating Cade Cunningham or something. (laughs) Man, I hope, man. I hope something cool happens, like we're something unexpected, man. You know, like catch us all off guard. Knowing us, right, we get the number one pick, and then the very next day we're trading it for veterans or something. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, that would be Spurs move 101 right there. But, hey, yeah. KK, if we stay at 12, yeah, you're right. Devin Vassell last year, Kelly Johnson the year before. Uh, hey, Lucas Lamonic, who's actually playing overseas right now for his national mm-hmm. team, all that's doing is getting him better prepared for the next yes. season. You've got 12. Why not a player like a Zaire Williams out of Stanford? You're talking a six foot seven guy with a six foot eleven inch wingspan. Yeah, who was like that the last time the Spurs drafted this guy? That's a Kawhi Leonard type guy right there. Yeah, you know he's raw and he's a defensive presence. So yeah. this draft is so good. It's so deep. I'm with everybody. You know, there's so many players out there. It depends where we land on the lottery. But yeah, you're right, man. The youth is coming along cool. I just hope yeah. Lonnie gets another step forward. He has to because the young talent is right behind him for minutes. Like Devin, mm-hmm. like Devin, bro. Like Devin Vassell came in yeah. year one and and totally jumped Lonnie. Like he jumped Lonnie like by two years, jumped Lonnie. He said, I'm mm-hmm. ready now. Lonnie, you're still maybe almost ready. And so I think that should just make competition better, which makes your team better. You know, like, you know, people fighting for minutes and fighting for spots isn't a bad thing. I'm not saying, like, Lonnie better watch out or he's not going to get any minutes because <laughs> these guys are really good behind him. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that these guys are going to push each other, compete every day, and and we draft the character, right? We don't draft yeah. talent. We draft character. And, and these character guys that we have in the locker room aren't going to do nothing but get better and push each other so they can get what they want. And I think that's to get in the playoffs. So – so, yeah, no, I agree with you, man. I, th- look, listen, I, I the other night I was having a conversation with my wife, and I go, look, we, you know how – you know a phoenix, like like the bird? <laughs> you, you, know, like, you know, like the phoenix, like the bird, right? That's 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 San Antonio Spurs. That's the yeah. San Antonio Spurs. We were this glorious, epic bird, flying phoenix, doing all this crazy stuff with Tim Duncan and the big three were here. And then when they all retired, we just burned to ashes. But but what are we now? We're like a little bird. We're a little bird, you know, like it's if it made a new, we're small again, right? But it's still a phoenix, it's still a freaking phoenix bird. You're like, holy crap, when this thing gets older and, and grows up, it's gonna be a majestical thing, a very be very uh awesome thing to behold. 
And that's how yeah. I feel about our young guys. I might just be biased. I don't know. Maybe. No. no. That's how I feel. It's it's uh, the best way I can describe it, and it kind of came to me right now. It's like watching your child grow up. I mean, they're not going to do – I mean, they're going to make mistakes. They're going to have issues. You're watching them grow up from a baby. Mm. They're young. They're innocent. You've got to guide them. And that's the same thing with the Spurs. You have a very young team. In fact, wasn't it one of the youngest teams in the league this year? Yeah. I mean, you've got a very young team. Everybody goes through a rebuild. And you've got to if – you, if you pull back the curtain – this wasn't a bad season for the Spurs. No. I mean, you're talking a rebuild and you're still in the playoff hunt. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just going to get better from here on out. All things considered, it was a good season. Like, look, I mean, man, there was there were, there were like three, four games there in the middle where we were like playing so impressive, like against mm-hmm. Charlotte, Atlanta. Um, we were like Derek White was there, right? He had just started getting it going. Derek mm-hmm. White did. And then he's out the rest of this the, the whole final stretch run. And it just it just wasn't ideal with the it just wasn't the, the lack of practice, the scheduling, whatever. But when you take all that out of the picture and you see how we played, our guys competed every night and they were tough and they went to a lot of overtime games, double overtime games, because honestly, the other team was better than us. We but we fought like hell to stay in the game and we stayed in, mm-hmm. you know, that's why we went to a lot of overtimes games. All right, Rudy. Um Real quick before I let you go, uh, tell me about fantasy football really quick. I know you got you got to record a football uh, NFL show later tonight. <laughs> you can plug that too if you want, man. Plug that NFL show. Um, I'm sure I'm sure these all my listeners that are going to see this are going to want to follow you everywhere um, that they can. Um, but last year when I talked to you, because last time we spoke, it was after the Keldon Johnson interview that you guys did as well. Um, yeah, those of y'all that don't know. Rudy and, and Carolina on their show, also um, on the Sports Dime, also interviewed KJ a year ago. And you were told me you were like in 12 leagues, no. fantasy football leagues? Uh, this past season, I was in 20 fantasy football leagues. 20 leagues. How is, that, how is that this year? How is that going this year? I, I have actually uh, minimized that to, as of right now, I am in nine. Nine, probably three pending. So yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, man. Yeah. So what? Are, what? What's which like player right now most excites you in the fantasy world? Not not real football, but in the fantasy world. Yeah, because you got to keep them separate. You got to keep I mean, them. Definitely separate. have to keep them separate. <laughs> um, obviously, the number one pick this year for fantasy wise talking is going to be Christian McCaffrey from the Carolina Panthers. I mean, you got to do it all back. Mm-hmm. You got a running back that can obviously run from the backfield. Um, mm-hmm. He can catch all these passes. He's going to be the main option in Carolina. Yeah. You have a very well rested coming off injury, uh, Saquon Barkley as well, coming back for yep. the New York Giants. Another guy that's going to be groomed to just take over that Giants, uh, you know, backfield. He's going to continue where he left off. Dalvin Cook for Minnesota was very, very strong. You can't mm-hmm. forget now, I'm kind of leaning more towards Derrick Henry because. Mm-hmm. Of the Julio Jones, my Atlanta Falcons decided to give up Julio Jones, which I have <laughs> no right. problem, no yes. problem with. Yes, Julio deserves to be on another team, so signing him is going to open up all these lanes for Derek. Okay. Those four guys are what you're really looking at. Rookie wise, I can give some advice. Um, there's really not very many QB rookies you want to go after right away, as far as an actual fantasy draft. Trevor Lawrence is going to get the start right away. Zach Wilson will probably get the start right away. Uh, 
But as far as, you know, running backs go, pretty much every running back on the rosters, uh, Michael Carter is going to be a sleeper for me with the Jets. Uh, he's going to be one running back to look out for. That's a rookie, but the receivers galore, brother. So yeah, for fantasy wise, it, it's how it's where you fall in the draft. This is what I've always told people: if you're in the first few picks, get a running back, middle of the tier, depending on how your scoring is. If you get six points for a touchdown pass, Patrick Mahomes is your man. So mm-hmm. you got to look at the scoring when it comes to fantasy. That's so important. So are you still drafting Aaron Rodgers, like in the? In the, first, in, the, in the first like five rounds or are you gonna are you gonna wait and see? Uh, you know as of right now if you ask me now what you did Aaron Rodgers goes undrafted for me just mm-hmm. on my team because I have no idea if he's gonna play or not yeah. I mean we don't know yeah. he could get traded to New Orleans tomorrow and I'm I'm on the Rodgers hype train that's probably the third round pick for me yeah so really Mahomes and Lamar oh Lamar, Lamar Jackson are the yeah. two quarterbacks you're going to go with right away in the first couple of rounds. But yeah. Aaron Rodgers, probably fourth, fifth rounder easily. All right. So, guys, we're going to take a uh, quick break. When we get back, we're going to we're going to finish and wrap this thing up. Hey, isn't we supposed to be having a fiesta? All right, guys, just to let you know that this Friday we got a new show coming from, for you guys. It's a first episode show, Till Spurs Do Us Part. Between my lovely wife, Alma Trejo, and myself, we're going to just talk basketball maybe a few times a month. So very excited to debut this show with you guys. Again, maybe monthly, bi-monthly show on this channel or on the podcast. So check that out. All right. Also, make sure that you check out our Patreon link in the uh, description below. When you do that, um, you got three levels. You get different perks at every level. You get automatic entry to giveaways. There's a lot of stuff going on on our Patreon so please go ahead and check that that stuff out. Uh, again, first 100 members to our Patreon are going to receive a random Spurs gift in the mail. Go ahead and check that out. All right, back to Rudy Campos Jr. Hey, isn't we supposed to be having a fiesta? All right, Rudy. Hopefully I didn't uh, I didn't uh, take up too much time. I went a little bit longer than, than uh, I hoped. But, man, it was a lot of fun hanging out with you. Good talking to you, man. Congratulations again, dude, on – just like your whole weight loss journey that you got going on. Again, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about right now, because you just joined live, scroll back to the beginning of the episode and we go on walk uh, on wax about that. So um, do tell all my uh, listeners right now where they can find you. Yeah, definitely. You could find me on social media on Twitter. It's at sweep the league, which is also the name of the uh, podcast that we run. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Facebook, just search my name, Rudy Compos Jr. If I accept you, you're one of the lucky ones. So normally <laughs> I usually accept a lot of people anyway. Uh, same thing at Instagram. I think it's at Compos Rudy Jr. or something. But yeah, man, I'm actually interested in the uh, till, was it till something till, do us part with till, you and your wife? Till, yeah, till Spurs do us part. Do us part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm very curious about yeah. that because that yeah. that's amazing that you're going to be doing that with your wife. So yeah, I'm going to be looking forward to that. Appreciate it. Yeah, she's hilarious, man. She um she's not like Spurs born and bred. <laughs> so it's it's very, it's very like biased versus unbiased opinion opinions on that show. I think it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So those of y'all are gonna to watch one. be nice. <laughs> I'm trying to get one with my wife, but yeah. the stuff that we talk about, yeah. it's not necessarily sports related. And I'd have to do it after midnight because it's definitely <laughs> yeah. not great stuff. But yeah. <laughs> I get where you're coming from because getting yeah. a podcast with your wife is it's definitely different but it can be a lot of fun too 
Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna see how that goes. Maybe once a month. Maybe by if it if it goes good, bi weekly. Maybe maybe we'll do an extra episode for my Patreon members only. You know. So we'll we'll see how that we'll see how that goes. But Rudy, <laughs> man, thank you so much for for coming on and hanging out with me after your triathlon of a day, man. Uh, doing 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 Spurs content. Um, we'll catch you on the next one, man. Again, uh, take care. And those of y'all that are hanging out with us live right now, please before you go. If you like this show, smash that like button down below. Chant Go Spurs Go when you do. Let us know in the comments where you're from. I like knowing where my listeners and viewers are watching me from. Um, Global platform, international amigos of uh, Spurs Nation. Go Spurs Go. Two, one, zero, and liftoff. Hey, isn't we supposed to be having a fiesta? Watch this.